0: Ho ho ho! Christmas episode. Part two. There is a storm in a bottle of light. The light shouts something that nobody can hear and cries for a reason nobody can understand. And its cry becomes a wind of sparkles that nobody can feel. The sparkles devour their gods and bid up a fight made of shivers and of a river of foam. Then comes the waterfall's laugh that cracks the bottle, and the storm breathes. That's what uh, at p300p1 writes. And an alien whose name is Santa Bernard snorts wondering why a recipe for the space agnog had to be so damn cryptic, before realizing that that was not a recipe for the space agnog and that he, she, he, alien needed to buy a very new pair of lenses and slash or to drastically reduce the amount of space eggnog knocked back per time unit. Indeed, that was the recipe for Gramash, a sort of... <laughs> forget it. It's too damn odd and alien to even try to render it into human terms. But it's tasty. Anyway, why Santa Bernard ponders about all these things? Here it comes, the first kind of chirp, kinda. Cheap, kinda from the dozen little creatures, the jellies, which are waking up from their little staring nap, Santa Bernard says, well, 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 look who's back, and the jelly kinda yawn and stretch, kinda. Santa Bernard, so, my chubby little pumpkin server cosmology, are you ready to hear the rest of the story? And the jellies, uh mm-hmm. and Santa Bernard, good, where were we at? Ah, yes, yes. Spacecraft Kepler was checking 100,000 stars to find the perfect Christmas planet ball to put on the cosmic Christmas tree as its ultimate and most precious decoration. Right? The jellies now are almost completely awake, and one of them, Penelope, says, Yes, Santa Bernard! And Kepler was using the winking transit method to find the planets, and it was living around its grandpa, Mr. Sol, the sun, and away from its grandma, Earth, and its mama NASA, and it had plenty of siblings and cousins that had already put a lot of Christmas planet balls and galactic lights and stuff on the Christmas tree of the universe. And <laughs> Santa Bernard said, Exactly right, Penelope. Very well. Thank you kind of giggled Penelope, kind of. So Kepler, Santa Bernardo goes on, grew older, checking the sky, and it worked very hard on its quest. During the first five years of its life, Kepler found hundreds of extra grand-possible planets and spotted thousands of possible ones, 974 confirmed exoplanets and 4175 candidates and Kepler proudly called them the Kepler object of interest, CoIs. But Kepler felt that none of the Coys was the one, none of them, in spite of their beauty and uniqueness, was special enough to be the ultimate decoration for the cosmic Christmas tree. And Jalis asked, So what Kepler did, Santa P? And Santa Bernard, Oh, it simply kept peeping, Jellies, it kept peeping with its photometer, Till one star caught its attention. It was a very old star, about 10 billion years of nuclear reactions that old star had seen and done. Its name was Koi 183, and it was more or less 2300 light years away from Kepler's grandma heart. Kepler liked it Koi 183, cause it looked like a lot grandpa's soul. Koi 183, was indeed a star with an effective temperature of about 5,000 Celsius degree, more or less like the Sun, and it had the mass of about 0.85 times and the radius about 0.94 times, the ones of Mr. Grandpa's Sol So Kepler kept an eye on Koi 183, constantly, for four long years, from May 13, 2009 to May 11, 2013. Oh, the jellies scream. Yes, my space-time monkeys, Santa Bernard says. And Kepler saw Koi-183's winking. Yeah, the jellies scream again. And Santa Bernard. And by that winking, Kepler learned that Koi-183 had a candidate planet in orbit around it. The planet name was Koi-183b a.k.a. Koi-1A3.01, one wannabe planet. But Kepler needed to be super sure about this one, because what it got on this candidate planet seemed to be really mesmerizing. So Kepler called for help. Oh, Santa Bernard, who did Kepler call? The jellies yelled all at once. And Santa Bernard, well, jellies, Kepler asked a favor to the Nordic Optical Telescope, (N.O.T.) OT of Roche de los Muchachos Observatory, one of the many eyes human beings had built for the otherwise blind grandmother Heard, Nordi, Nordi Try to say the jellies and Santa Bernard. Let's call it Mucho Eye, ok? Ok, the jellies say inquire, but Penelope, who's still doubtful, asks. Santa Bernard, what did the Grandma Hertz Mucho high do for Kepler? And Santa Bernard, it used one of its part, Penelope. The spectrograph of to watch COI 183. And Penelope tried to say, Spectrograph. And Santa Bernard, Spectrograph, Penelope, it's a tool a tool which analyzes the light coming from an object by separating it into its component frequencies. So, thanks to this instrument, Mucho I could study for months, from June to September 2013, the winking light coming from COI 183. And you know what? What The jellies ask, and Santa Bernarda. Mucho confirmed that, that Koi 1A3b candidate planet was indeed a real planet. Yippee! The jellies scream in Santa Bernard. And when Kepler and Mucho I put together what they learned about Koi 1A3b planet, well, they confirmed the scope of this planet marvel. Koi 1A3b planet was a colorless planet, like one of the gas giants, Jupiter, existing Grandpa Mr. Saul's garden, the solar system. Koi 183b had a mass of about 0.6 times that of Jupiter, a radius slightly bigger, about 1.2 times the one of Jupiter, and the Koi 183b planet density was about a half of Jupiter's. But do you know what really was the astonishing breathtaking issue about the Koi 183b planet? The characteristic that made it so, so precious to Kepler's eyes, and made it the chosen one to be the ultimate Christmas planet ball for the cosmic Christmas tree, yes, the cellists say, yes, we wanna know, and Santa Bernard. Well, koi 1A3B planet had an albedo of 0.035, a ridiculously low albedo, in Albedo that was one of the lowest ever found for a gas giant. It was practically dark. Hooray! Hooray! The Jellies scream and Santa Bernard. And these, my dear fluffy theories of membranes and strings. It's the story of how spacecraft Kepler found Koi-183b, the ridiculously low Albedo ball planet, the most sacred precious, the ultimate decoration planet for our cosmic Christmas tree. The jellies start kinda jumping, kinda, around, all excited and joyful, clapping their canned hands, kinda, all of them but one, Solomon, who looks terribly, terribly sad instead. And St. Bernard asks, What it is, Solomon? Why are you so upset? And Solomon, because Kepler is still out there in the space, alone, and now that it has found what it was looking for, it will feel purposeless. Yep, space alien kids, no worse, big ones, ones that earthbound smartphone kids can barely Google for. And lonely, and lost. And Santa Bernard. Oh, no, no, Solomon, no. It's true that Kepler faced harsh times after the events I told you. In fact, it broke one of its most important pieces, and therefore couldn't stare at its beloved Chinese Lyra piece of sky anymore. See, see, I was right! It is in pain!» Solomon stammers with its eye full of tears. «Yeah, yeah, tears are something humans and aliens have in common, those and armpits, and therefore the need for affected deodorants. It has been,» St. Bernard says, «Yes, Solomon for a while, but now Kepler is fine, I promise you. Solomon kinda sniffs, kinda, and stops crying, while the other jellies stop jumping and dancing to listen to, with their little pretty serene kinda snows, kinda, attentively pointed towards Santa Bernard, and Santa Bernard ends in a whisper. Mom Nasa fixed it, and now Kepler is very happy, on its brand new mission, K2. Looking from wonders, and as Mamanaza Diaries says, enabling observation of scientifically important objects across a wide range of galactic latitudes in both the northern and southern skies of the earth and this is how it ends, the ridiculously low albedable cosmic Christmas tree story, a story inspired by the koi one eight three b a half-Jupiter-mass planet transiting a very old solar-like star account of the adventure slash science paper, written by 19 human beings, the first of whom was called Davide Gandolfini, in a book of tales of human epic slash archive of science papers, entitled arcsiv.org. So, Merry Christmas, folks, and Happy New Year, by Hatt science. Science mag, come out and play. Science mag, come out and play. Science mag, come out and play.